6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
סלח לי אבי, כי חטאתי לך, וכל לי על כל פשעיי. על כל פשעיי. ששכחתי אותך, היית תמיד בחיי. בכל הדרכים שהלכתי בעצם, היית לי נר הייתי עיוור, לא ראיתי מעבר. למה שהביטו עיניי. מלך מלכי המלכים, תודה על חיים, על אושר על בכי הצפון. גם כשקשה לפעמים, גם אז אלוקים, אתה לעולם לא רחוק. מלך מלכי המלכים, תודה על חיים, על אושר על בכי הצפון. גם כשקשה לפעמים, גם אז אלוקים, אתה לעולם לא רחוק. גם כי אלך ודרכי חשוכה, פתחתי בך אלוקיי. על חצי שני, על בכור וילדה, תודה גם על עושר בלי די. תודה על חגים, על שבת ששומרת. שלא ייגמר לעולם. כל יום שעובר בנרקי לגן עדן, שיוויתי אותך מול
I didn't know Right, left, straight ahead or turn around Suddenly a voice spoke to me It was music to my ears It opened my eyes and calmed me down It was the sweetest word I heard The voice said to me, Recalculate. It's never too late. Recalculate. There's always a road to bring you home again. Recalculate. No reason to wait. Recalculate. But you'll need a new dress for your GPS to bring you The other day, the other day, I lost my way. Oi, 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 I didn't know. No, 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 no. Oh, right, left, straight ahead or turn around. Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly a voice spoke to me. Spoke to me. Oh, it was music to my ears. It opened my eyes and calmed me down It was the sweetest word I'd heard The voice said to me, recalculate It's never too late, recalculate There's always a road to bring you home again Recalculate, no reason to wait Dress for your GPS to bring you home. 
arrived at your destination. A Baruch Levine Simcha Liner combination, Melech Malchei Hamlachim, here on a JM in the AM Thursday morning. Before that, Avremo had both the Otsar and Recalculate. Shia Rubenstein, Shira Malos Kolayom. Owad and the Kinderlach with Melech. You heard Yaakov Shweki's Achsameach, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. JM in the AM on this Thursday. August the 17th, day 25 in the month of Av, the year 5777, Tuf Shinai and Zion, a week away from Jewish Heritage Night at the Brooklyn Cyclones. <laughs> I'm told the Cyclones are home tonight, by the way. Can we look this up quickly? I don't remember who they're playing on Jewish Heritage Night. I got to look that up as well. Uh, but apparently the uh, Cyclones, who are... Uh, Playing in Coney Island, of course, as their home uh, as their home base at MCU Park. Um, tonight, the Aberdeen Ironbirds, the Aberdeen Ironbirds tonight. I think that's Cal Ripken's team, if I'm not mistaken. So they're playing. Uh, They're playing against the Brooklyn Cyclones tonight. Anyway, next week, it's the Hudson Valley. What is the Hudson Valley Renegades? I think it's Hudson Valley Renegades. Yeah, Hudson Valley Renegades. Jewish Heritage Night begins at 7 p.m. Go to brooklyncyclones.com for all the information. Brooklyncyclones.com for uh, all the info. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, we're one week away 
from being there for Jewish Heritage Night, which is pretty cool. Uh, Thursday morning, to 73 degrees outside, partly cloudy, a high of 82. Then tonight, rain late with a low of 74. Tomorrow, thunderstorms a high, 83 degrees. Uh, Yerushalayim is at 86. We are at uh, 73 as we wake up on a Thursday morning here at JMN. We'll do tickets to the Brooklyn Cyclones later on, of course, as you would imagine. We continue to salute our uh, amazing friends at Nevesh Benefesh. Gave us another remarkable experience. I want to say hi, by the way, to those who on the plane told us that they would continue to listen to JM and the AM while they're in Israel. They would make it part of their daily afternoon routine. So a special shout-out to all the brand-new Olim who are still connected to us via this great radio broadcast. Plenty more coming up. It's Ali Schwebel. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Give it right 
comes around They change his name But I can hear his sound Knock, knock Pharaoh's at my door He's bringing slavery To tie my hands To blind my eyes to see But I've got A little bit of Moses in me I've got the power Power to break free This bloody in me eighth day here at jm in the am yehuda green before that with hashivenu yehudasha sharp and sons with yomzev ala call with simcha liner micha gamerman in there with sainai and ellie schwabel had shabbos takes me home thursday morning it is america's one and only jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at nachomzigal.com on the Nahum Single Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galei Tzal in the background. Our news from Israel is coming up next. It's Thursday, full day here at the Nahum Single Network, as you would suspect. Charlie Harari at 9 a.m. With an in-depth look at the topic of finding happiness in a world of consumption. 10 a.m. for Allison Josephs and Jew in the City. Miriam Alwalek with a brand new That's Life at 10.30. We'll give you details about that coming up. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday next. Boker Tov from Jam Nam. Galitzal, Ashashtayim, Kanrani Yevnai, Ima Shikorei Achshav. Nasir Totobrit Donald Trump, Megiba La Sara Haolamit, Bikvot Varab, Ala Eruim Haalimim, Be Virginia, Vetoen, Loishveti, Ben Pele, Small, Neonazim, Zeu Sheker, Kataveno Yotam Lachovsky. בציוץ בחשבון הטוויטר שלו אמר נשיא ארצות הברית טראמפ לא השוויתי בין ה-KKK ותומכי עלונות הגזע הלבן ובין הזר הייר, המפגינה שנדרסה למוות במהומות בווירג'יניה. הציבור לומד עוד יותר עד כמה התקשורת המזויפת משקרת. תיאור הדברים שאמרתי על שנאה וגזענות הוא מטעה לגמרי, זו בושה וחרפה. כך נשיא ארצות הברית. פועל בניין נהרג מפיגום שקרס באתר בנייה בנהריה. כתבנו קובי מנדל מעדכן שצוותי כיבוי פועלים לחלץ שני פועלים נוספים שנלכדו תחת הגג במצב קשה. זהו פועל הבניין השלישי שנהרג מאז שעות הבוקר. מציל בחוף הכלבים בתל אביב נפגע במהלך שיט על חסקה וטבע למוות. כתבתנו פיי גוטמן. במהלך תרגיל שביצעה קבוצת מצילים נפגע מציל בן 39 בראשו ואיבד את הכרתו. שאר המצילים משו אותו מהמים והזעיקו עזרה. חובשים ופרמדיקים של מד"א ביצעו בו פעולות החייאה ולבסוף קבעו את מותו. בתוך כך בעקבות שביתת המצילים אין שירותי הצלה בחופים הצוק, פרישמן והילטון. מכה נוספת לשאול אלוביץ' בוטלה באופן סופי מכירת חלל תקשורת שבבעלותו לחברה מסין בהיקף של יותר ממיליארד שקלים. כתבתנו שיר הנאות. בחודש ינואר דווח על ניתוק גדול במגעים בין החברה הסינית לחלל תקשורת בעקבות הפיצוץ בלוויין עמוס 6. שיגור הלוויין היה חלק מהותי מהעסקה בשווי 285 מיליון דולר שנחתמה לפני שנה. החברה דיווחה לבורסה שישנם מספר גורמים עסקיים אחרים המתעניינים ברכישה או במיזוג של חלל תקשורת. כדורגל שחקן מריבור הסלובנית מרואן קבהה שהפסיד אמש להפועל באר שבע 2-1 במוקדמות ליגת האלופות טוען הפנדל של האדומים לא היה מוצדק הוא דיבר עם בוני גינסבורג וטל שורר בגל"צ אחרי המשחק של אתמול יש לנו סיכוי טוב 
לעבור אותם. הגענו במטרה לכבוש שער חוץ ועשינו את זה. ההכרעה עכשיו מגיעה אלינו הביתה. האמת שקיבלנו את שני השערים בהגול השני שהגיע מפנדל שבכלל לא היה, אבל בסדר, נתאושש מזה עכשיו. ובכדורסל המאמן דיוויד בלאט הכחיש בריאיון שפנו אליו מהניו יורק ניקס לאימון הקבוצה. בלאט הוסיף, אני מאוד רוצה לחזור ל-NBA ולכן לא התחייבתי לשלוש שנים במכבי תל אביב. מזג האוויר הקלט מה בעומס החום, אבל עדיין חם מהרגיל. ולסיום, פקח, אני פורק סחורה, גרסת הרדיו. נשיא מכבי חיפה יעקב שחר התראיין בתוכנית הספורט של גל"צ וקיבל דוח בשידור חי. איך מתפייסים במצב כזה? מה זה לא מעניין אותך? אני בשידור חי. אני יורד לחנייה, אין לך שליטן. חכי שנייה אחת. אני עצרתי לדבר איתכם, והפקח רוצה לעשות לי... אתה תחנה בנחת, ואנחנו נשוב אליך עוד כמה דקות. אז למי לשלוח את החשבון של הרפורט? אלה החדשות שעורך ישי שנרב.
A.M. Thursday morning, Espanecha, Simcha Liner here on a Thursday. Nine minutes after seven o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Brooklyn Cyclones tickets coming up here at J.M. and the A.M. Jewish Heritage Nights a week from tonight. And uh, both, I think, this morning and during our live lunch later on, uh, we'll be giving away tickets and um, uh, treating uh, some lucky listeners out there to four packs of a tickets for the game. Uh, it should be very cool. It's always a, a fun experience. They're playing tonight, in fact, at Brooklyn Cyclones. Go to brooklyncyclones.com for information about that. And you have an opportunity to see them next week, obviously, when they um, play Hudson Valley during Jewish Heritage Night. And uh, more details coming up later on. Uh, ticket giveaway and uh, plenty more. Ten minutes after the hour, it's JM and the AM. Good morning, everybody. A special hello to all of the Olim, all of those who uh, made Aliyah this past Monday on the Nefesh Benefesh flight who are now listening into JM and the AM to stay connected here to the New York area. Much appreciated, to say the least. <laughs> Here's Shalshelis at JM and the AM. Meet me, me, me. 
a.m. Thursday morning. Here he is, Yaakov Shweki with the uh, H Code. Uh, before that, Aleinu done by Yehuda, Aryeh Kunzer Az Yashir, Ashes Hyle with Shalshelis here at JM the AM. 73 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 82. Big Thursday here at JM the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up, Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock. He'll be doing the um, Unlocking Greatness Encore. Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Joseph's interview with Josh Masson from Nobo Wine and Grill in Teaneck. 
Miriam Alwalek with a brand new That's Life. Dr. Naftali Hoff about his fascinating brand new book, Becoming the New Boss, The New Leader's Guide to Sustain Success. We'll do a live lunch, 11 until 1 o'clock, and then throwback Thursday. We'll go back to 2008, August of 2008, a Yitzi Spinner appearance at the JM in the AM. Our JM Rewind Encore will include um, a whole bunch of great interviews including our uh, airport interviews from this past Tuesday morning with Nevis Benefesh at the ceremony in Ben Gurion Airport, and that includes my conversation with the U.S. Ambassador, David Friedman, U.S. Ambassador uh, to Israel. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zebner Be'osev Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basra Be'osev Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. Rav David Bacher had a wedding to attend in a city that was far from where he lived. He summoned the wagon and a driver in order to take him there. For some reason, it was getting later and later, and there was still a distance to travel. Rav David was upset because he knew that the family and all the guests are going to be waiting for him, and he felt very bad to trouble everyone. He hurried the driver, kept asking him, could you go quicker? Although the wagon driver tried to quicken the pace, it just didn't seem to help. It was getting later and later. Finally, Rav David began to get impatient, and he asked the driver, Do you know how to quicken these horses? Don't you know your business? The driver tried even harder. Finally, they reached the city. Rav David quickly disembarked the wagon and ran into the chuppah. Afterwards, he went to look for the driver, but the driver was nowhere to be found. Finally, he was told that the driver had already gone on his way. Rav David quickly asked another driver to hurry and try to catch up with him. They finally did catch up with him. And Rav David asked them, Please forgive me. I apologize for not speaking to you with Derech Eretz. However, the wagon driver refused to forgive Rav David. Why aren't you forgiving me? Why aren't you Michael me? You see, I asked you, I have great pain that I was pogan your covered. It was only that I was pressured to get to the wedding on time. However, the wagon driver steadfastly refused to be Michael to forgive Rav David. Finally, Rav David spoke to him, I am prepared to pay whatever amount you want. The only thing I want you to do is to forgive me. The Balagola the wagon driver stood his ground. Finally, Rav David asked him, So then tell me what can I do to appease you? The wagon driver said, I will only be appeased if you give me half of your olam abba, half of your portion in the next world. Without a moment's hesitation, Rav David said, Half of my olam haba I give to you. A document was drawn up. Adim, witnesses were brought in and signed on the document. At that point, Rav David then gave half of his Olam Haba to the wagon driver. Although he had been willing to give up all his worldly possessions to gain this mechila, this forgiveness, the wagon driver would only be appeased with half of Rav David's Olam Haba. So great is the idea of getting mechila of being forgiven. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day.
tegen. Bejoi, bejoi, bejoi. Bij ons een gasgem over moet tegen. Bij ons een gaslipgem. Bejoi, bejoi, bejoi. Bij ons een gasgem over moet tegen. Bij over moet tegen. Bejoi, bejoi, bejoi. Bij ons een gasgem over moet tegen. Bij ons een gasgem.
JM in the AM. Thursday morning, 73 degrees, partly cloudy, high 82. Yesterday we mentioned that Project Ezra is uh, inviting everybody to join in for a two-part series. Uh, a detailed and comprehensive class on Microsoft Excel. Gain insight into how Excel can help organize your business and your life. It happens this coming Sunday starting at 9 a.m. Um, you can go to, uh, and it's happening at Congregation Renat Yisrael, West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Jeff at Ezra.org for information. Jeff at Ezra, E-Z-R-A-H dot org, has all the info. Uh, Brooklyn Cyclones, they're going to be um, uh, they're going to be in action. Well, they'll be in action tonight. They're also in action next Thursday night during Jewish Heritage Night. A week from tonight is Jewish Heritage Night for the Brooklyn Cyclones. We love giving away tickets, making people happy out there. We have a family four-pack of tickets right now. We'll have another family four-pack of tickets, by the way, during our live lunch today. Family four-pack of tickets right now. For the Brooklyn Cyclones Jewish Heritage Night a week from tonight in Brooklyn, New York. All you got to do is uh, call our phone number, 212-529-4620. 212-529-4620. All you got to do is call that number, and um, and we're all set for you. 212-529-4620. Caller 5 is the winner. We say good luck from all of us here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, Mazal Tov. Congratulations to uh, listener Yehuda in Morristown. Picked up family four-pack of tickets for next Thursday night. A week from tonight, Brooklyn Cyclones Jewish Heritage Night. Uh, make sure you're there. It's always a lot of fun. They have great Jewish entertainment, kosher food. It's always a lot of fun. Free gifts, including the uh, Big Apple um, Apple Jack-in-the-Box uh, that everyone's getting, the replica of the Apple Jack-in-the-Box in, uh, in the City Field. The site last night where uh, the Yankees won, where Aaron Judge hit a monster home run that was caught by uh, somebody very, very dear to us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> that was pretty cool, I must say. For those of you watching, you may have seen somebody from our community with the ball <laughs> after that monstrous home run. Third longest home run in city field history, I believe they said. Anyway, a week from tonight, go to brooklyncyclones.com. Go to brooklyncyclones.com for all the information. Brooklyncyclones.com. Get your tickets and get ready to enjoy more coming up. It's JM in the AM with the uh, – oh, what do we have here? Oh, there we go. It's JM in the AM with uh, Shlomo Katz.
In the AM, Ure Van and Maishi Menlo, it's off of the Sheer album. We heard Shoresh before that with Tzadik, Shlomo Katz, and Chua Sum off of his Likrat Shabbat CD here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast, a minute after 8 o'clock in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Nerd and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSigil.com, on the NachumSigil Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Our good friend Myron Sugarman who is autobiographer of the book The Chronicles of the Last Jewish Gangster from Meyer to Myron, is going to join us at 8.30 this morning. Daily News is a big story about him today. He's always been a close friend of ours and has always described how even the most um, interesting backgrounds of individuals have done some amazing things. Uh, Or I should say interesting individuals with interesting backgrounds have done some amazing things. Anyway, we'll talk about that coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, great lineup today, starting at 9 a.m., the encore of Unlocking Greatness. At 10 a.m., the encore of Jew in the City Speaks. Allison has uh, Josh Masson, executive chef at uh, Nobo Wine and Grill in Teaneck. That's Life with Miriam Alwalek this morning. Dr. Naftali Hoff is Miriam's guest. It's a brand new That's Life with Miriam Alwalek. His fascinating brand new book is Becoming the New Boss, the New Leader's Guide to Sustained Success. 11 o'clock, we'll do our live lunch, including Brooklyn Cyclones tickets, so make sure to be tuned in. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. Uh, JM Rewind, including my interview with uh, the Honorable David Friedman, Ambassador of the United States to Israel, will be coming up at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. The Erev Shabbos Show, which is 7 o'clock tonight Eastern Time, and then again at 10 a.m. Yeah, if you're in Israel, don't panic. It's not, not only on at 2 a.m. Israel Time, it's also on tomorrow afternoon Israel Time. So you can hear it before Shabbos. The Erev Shabbos show with Mark Zamek. Here's how Mark describes it this week because we're in a very interesting part of the calendar. 
a very interesting part of the calendar. He describes it as an Erev Shabbos show with Parsha, Rosh Chodesh, and Nishmas songs. It's a three-hour program beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. More details when we speak with Mark later on this hour here at JM in the AM. So there you have it. Plenty more coming up on a JM in the AM. There we go. Plenty more coming up on a JM in the AM uh, Thursday morning broadcast. This is um, from Simply Tzvats. Wait a second. Wait a second, my friend. When a, when a person starts to talk to Hashem, first you have to say, thank you, Hashem. Thank you for everything that you've done to me. Much like it in your own world, thank you. You give me a house, you give me a nice family. Even a guy who don't have yet family, please give me a family for you that I can build my house very nice and very beautiful. And in the start, you know, just say thank you and look at all the good side that the shame gave you, you know, all the good things that the shame gave you. And say thank you, thank you, don't be shy. Like we said, thank you to each other, yeah. So we say, like, thank you to the Ribbono Shaloilom. Like, you know, thank you, Alakol, thank you for everything. And after that, you say, thank you, start to ask. Start to ask, you know, you know me. You know me very well. Please help me. You know how much hard for me to go out from our Balagan in my life. You know, please help me, Ribono Shalom. And please, Ribono Shalom, help me. I need this, and I need this, I need Panasa also. And Ribono Shalom, I need a lot of Irat Shamaim. You know how much Haserdi Irat Shamaim, Ribono Rachmanut. And then you start to pray again and more every day. And you see how much every step Hashem help you in everything that you need, every little detail. And Mamash start to talk, you know, like, like my friend said, every place, he said that. Every place, you know, women, she make the dishes, you know, she can stop for a second, say, Ribbono Shalom. I want to connect to you. I want that my family connect to you. Show me how. What is the way? Because Hashem Utov, Hashem Utov, like all, is good to everybody. And please, Rebono Shalom, every, every place in the car, like you said, you know, when the driver is stuck, stuck in traffic, you know, ah, it's a beautiful time too. It's not boring in traffic. If a guy have a mind, it'll be too. You can take this time, Rebono Shalom. You know, the must go with you every place that you go. All the places. You can open your mouth. Hashem everywhere. You can open to your mouth and say, Ribbono Shalom. I love you. I want to be near to you. How? And Hashem help. Hashem is good. All the time, all the time he help. All the time. Just ask. In your own, like you, Rav Nachman said, like you talk to your friend. Talk like this. This is how the, 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 the heart open. I mean, the, the, the language that you know, that you speak. Bezat Hashem, I wish that everybody start, start to connect, you know, to Hashem in our own language, you know. So, now let's do it. So, let's go back. Take me to you, take me to you, put your words in my mouth. Put your love in my heart Help me to see how you're calling me To take me to you We walk in the darkness 
We can't find the way Strange signs are pointing To lead us astray Light up a candle Raise up the sun Show us a signpost Your faithful one And take me to you Take me to you Put your words in my mouth Put your love in my heart Help me to see how you're calling me To take me to you The rhythms of nature They rock us to sleep We're on a road full of danger Yet we slumber deep Sound the shofar into our ears I who would think you could sleep seven years And take me to you, oh take me to you Put your words in my mouth, put your love in my heart Help me to see how you're calling me to take me to you Master of all worlds, so near and so far You know all our thoughts, yet who knows who you are The road to you is an infinite ride Yet all the while, you're right by our side oh, And all the while, you're the light inside Take me to you, take me to you Put your words in my mouth, put your love in my heart. Help me to see how you're calling me to take me to you. Performance from Simply Tzvats here at JM in the AM. Ten minutes after 8 o'clock Thursday morning. Well, we mentioned an amazing Thursday lineup, as usual, of course. We have an amazing Thursday lineup. I think every day is amazing. Uh, Part of the Thursday lineup is that at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 a.m. in Israel. And then again at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, uh, which is um, a 5 p.m. Israel time, just before Shabbos. Uh, Mark Zamek presents the Erev Shabbos show. It's presented by Kedem. Thank you, everybody at Kedem. And again, Mazel Tov to the Herzog family from all of us here at uh, JM and the AM. They had the big simcha this week. And uh, today, Mark sent me an interesting list. We're, we're at a very interesting point in the calendar. 
And there are many aspects to this week's Erev Shabbos show that you're going to find interesting and I think fun in many ways. Mark Zamek, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum. Good morning, sir. You're preparing a show for tonight that will be um, presented again tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, that has some interesting elements for this time of year. It does indeed. So first of all, and, you know, I'll talk about it on the show. I, I got into a little in, I'm going to get into a little inside baseball on the show Ooh. in terms of how I prepare. And part of the preparation is to review the, um, the weekly uh, Torah reading on the Haftorah to see what kind of songs that I might be able to pick apropos to uh, that, weekly, um, that weekly Parsha. And this is one of those weeks where you hit a song, I won't reveal what it is, but you uh, now I'll reveal it tonight. You hit a song where, oh, I love that song, I'm so happy I got to play it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, of course, on a normal sort of era Shabbat show, it wouldn't be an appropriate song just to pick out of the blue and play. And and then the other part of it, which I also like, is we've been going through on a weekly basis since we started, you know, more or less. I think I started doing this after Pesach or something, picking um, the the chapters, the the, the um, paragraphs of the Sukkot Zimmer that we say on Shabbos morning, specific to Shabbos morning. Although right. I'm sure we'll come back and cover everything else eventually. And what songs are in those paragraphs, like in. Uh, Chapter 34, so you have and whatever. And so, you know, what songs can we pack? And so while people daven, we've talked about this on the air, the songs come to mind. And for me, certainly, it helps me, you know, sort of focus on the words and focus on the davening on Shabbos morning. Right. And so this... Uh, sorry. No, I'm laughing only because it's past Shabbos, because I yard site during the week. I actually daven Pesuket and Zimmer in addition to everything else, because our custom is basically daven everything for the Ahmed if possible on the Shabbos before the yard site. So this, it's funny you say all this, because this past Shabbos, you know, when you're davening for the Ahmed, you're concentrating usually even more, or paying even more attention to the words. And I said to myself during a couple of paragraphs of Pesuket and Zimmer, my gosh, there are so many songs in this one. Correct. And I don't know if you remember, but... Uh, I, and it could be I, I, I made this up, this memory, which is entirely possible. But there was a Shabbos, I, and I believe it was the Shabbos, the orientation Shabbos, the staff orientation Shabbos in Camp Morishai in probably 1984 or 85, which was an early summer that year, where we were sitting next to each other during Sukkot and Zimra, sort of going through who can think of the most songs for the Dominic. I, I, be, I believe that story. Um, and, 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 and if you believe that story, I want you to know I crushed you. So, um, so, so this, shot, this week, and I'm sure it has the most songs, there's almost no question about it, is uh, we're doing Nishmas, which is the last paragraph of... Um, of right. I also think it's the most, the most songs that people sort of associate, maybe because it, we only say that paragraph then, as opposed to the rest of the ilum, that people associate with with Dishmas, which was, I mean, and 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 again, you pick for one reason. I, since I started this process, the song I had in my head is Avonfried's Atena, as sort of the quintessential sort of Nishmas song. So that that so. Ma- that made it into the final cut, huh? That definitely made it into the final cut. There was there was one song that I couldn't find an MP3, you know, an electronic version of that that we have in our library. I have to go chase down. 
which I was really upset about because I also have this song in my head, which is the Rabbi's son's Nahalachon Shabbechacha, and I couldn't find that song. Um, Me and Malach, maybe it's called. Uh, a classic Rabbi Sun song. Yeah, that may be the that may be the first song from Nishmas that I ever knew as a kid. Uh, was that one? And I'm just, uh, the reason right. I'm, I'm hesitating here is I'm looking at my actual CD pile, believe it or not, in front of me, and I'm just looking to see if I could find it. Uh, but at this point, I don't see it. Yeah, because I think that it was on the Greatest Hits album. I know that because I have that, and um, and I think that was the only album they put through electronically. The truth is, I can ask. I saw one of the Rabbi Sons this morning. It just they didn't uh, get get an opportunity to ask the question. Well, but, they... but anyway, it, it, those for me, you know, when you put together a weekly show where the theme is Arab Shabbos, finding the things that maybe let's call it differentiates that Shabbos from other Shabbatot make the whole thing much more interesting to me and fun for me and hopefully for listeners. And we certainly, and I'll talk about it later again, we're, there's certainly much more participation. Like I get emails now all week from people making suggestions about what, and that certainly makes my life easier as I'm putting the show together. So, um, you know, what songs that I might not have even realized were, were there. Well, so. the, rating, the ratings suggest that it's a very popular show, and now it's in its new time slot. You could hear Mark Zamek with the Arab Shabbos show presented by Kedem's between 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight, and then again tomorrow between 10 and 1 Eastern time on the Arab Shabbos day, all presented by Kedem. But remember, in addition to the Nishmas, you did mention, like every week, you're looking for Parsha songs, and because this week is Shabbos Mavarchim, you're going to include some Rosh Chodesh material as well. Right, and I had the opportunity to play a lot of Yeh Chodesh Hazek, because somebody asked me about it this week. <laughs> right, and you found a whole bunch of them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you know, the way we some... have the music stored electronically now, it's much easier, you know, to, to, to remember, you know, to, to find stuff. Um, unfortunately, transliteration. We got to come up with better rules. Yeah, I know people. Uh, people have different ways of transliterating. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But I'll tell you the it's funny so thing. The funny thing is that you know some of us like to complain, and that's obviously the wrong word, but I'm using it for a reason in quotation marks about all the songs that are written to to certain specific phrases. I don't alum, of course, is a million songs, etc. There's a lot of examples, but sometimes you number one, by the way, right? But sometimes you forget. That you know, how on earth does that prayer from Saturday night have eight to ten different versions that we had not known about? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, but it's but not only that that even and I answered the question the way it was asked to me about but there are a number of other songs that have all the words in that in that song except for that opening, like um, right, Ellie right. Marcus on his Energy album has right. the back half of that song. Correct. You know, Azaki Mali Michalasteno. All those words are in other songs. Oh, no, we didn't lose. Oh, part. Thought you lost me. Lost you there for a second. A hundred percent. A lot of good points and a lot of inside stuff for people who love these trivial matters about Jewish music. Nothing trivial about what Mark's presenting today. 7 p.m. Eastern time on our stream. It's the Arab Shabbos show presented by Kedem, and it'll be encore tomorrow morning for your listening pleasure all through the day, specifically the show. In addition to the Kedem uh, Erev Shabbos Music Mix, the show between 10 and 1, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. Mark, thank you very much. People hear it, and they re- hear this conversation. They realize a lot of hard work goes into these shows, so it's much appreciated. My pleasure. Shabbat shalom to everybody. Shabbat shalom. And speaking of Nishmas, you think this one may- will make it into Mark's uh, program tonight? Who knows?
As I was walking down a dark and lonely street A car came along and pulled up by my side And inside was a rabbi with a long white beard He said, son, I'm gonna take you for a ride Why don't we go up to Jerusalem Oh, up to Jerusalem Yeah, up to Jerusalem With me Yeah
J.M. in the A.M., up to Jerusalem. That was a very big song for us this past Tuesday as we escorted or helped escort 233 Olim, uh, North American Olim to Israel, to their brand-new home. I'm giving a special shout-out to those Olim who on the plane told me that they'll be listening to J.M. in the A.M. each afternoon in Israel uh, to stay in touch through this method uh, with people here in the New York, New Jersey area, and of course way beyond that since we are a full-fledged international network proudly. Um, So it was an amazing trip, a phenomenal journey. In fact, people um, called it remarkably short because obviously we were just on the ground in Israel for a few hours, but we just called the journey remarkable. That's it. We left off the remarkably short, at least that part of it at the end, and we just called it remarkable. It was amazing being there and doing this for the sixth time and every one of those journeys, with all the discussions we've had about Nefesh Benefesh over the years, every one of those journeys is unique and extra special. Just amazing. JM in the AM on this Thursday morning. Well, one of our dear friends for a long, long time and a great supporter of ours in so many ways for decades, and at this point it really is multiple decades, is Myron Sugarman. And uh, Mr. Sugarman, as I call him, and as I have for the last, oh my gosh, probably close to 50 years, uh, is the uh, autobiographer of a book entitled The Chronicles of the Last Jewish Gangster, From Meyer to Myron. And he's uh, written this book. He's on a tour, uh, which will include a, um, a couple of stops uh, on Long Island. And um, you'll have an opportunity during those stops to actually meet him and uh, you know, purchase the book, etc., and he is with us live via telephone on this Thursday morning broadcast. Mr. Sugarman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Okay, nice to be on with you, Nachum. And uh, our family history goes back a long, long time. Your esteemed, venerated father, Allah Shalom, was the great, great Rabbi Zev Siegel. In case, you know, you got the younger people there, they have no, 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 no knowledge of this particular background of yours. Your father was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Head of the RCA, Rabbinical College of America. You come from great, 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 um, great, uh, great, uh, uh, great people. I, I, I greatly appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> it's funny. When I'm Newark, New Jersey. Your father was everybody. Newark, New Jersey, Rabbi Zeph Siegel. That was, that was the name everybody knew, everybody respected, everybody admired. So I just want your listening audience to know I'm North New Jersey. My father, I love Shalom, is North New Jersey. Everybody, everybody, answered to your father. Uh, that, right? that, 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 that was tremendous. I guess you could say that was his territory, huh? That was the, the, the root of his, I mean, that was his home base, all right? But that influence went from one end of the United States all the way over to Palestine because your father was, Definitely involved in the struggle for the independence of Israel. Remember, he was born there. Yep. He fought. He fought, and um, oh, he was as a young as a young man. I remember. He was, for, for, he, was, he, was invo- he was involved in the struggle to get rid of the British. Correct. And then at the same time, you know, helped to establish the state of Israel. He was intimately close with every prime minister, uh, and with the Lubavitcher Rebbe. 
I love the show. Yeah, well, you certainly remember your history, Mr. Sugarman, that's for sure. I remember you telling one of my uh, one of my kids, his grandson, uh, that there was a certain awe, a certain fear, if you would, a loving fear that he exuded when he walked into a room. And uh, well, first, it, it reminded us of Moses, of Moshe <laughs> Rabbeinu, wow. tall, handsome. Uh, man could stand, your your father could stand up in in matter of seconds, uh, deliver a, a discourse remarkable and make Torah uh, contemporary so that we understood it in today's context. He was a rarity. Well, I so, I, I appreciate so that. I, I pay big big tribute. And in the meantime, uh, I wrote a book. It's called The Chronicles of the Last Jewish Gangster. You asked me why I bought it and why I wrote it because I'm broken. I'm Hoping that I can come over today and you'll cash a check for me. <laughs> and I, okay, I don't know if I should say this on the air, but I did joke with you before when you said it that I'm not sure you know what a check is, but that's a, just just an inside. I found, out re- I found out recently somebody <laughs> somebody told me what it's all about. All right, <laughs> somebody gave you one. Huh? I love it. I love. It. I just love the idea of a check. It's fantastic. In I mean, the meantime, I mean, let, let's um, let's talk, let's talk about some of the positive elements because I know you know people, of course, you know have their opinion about uh, about people involved in interesting lines of work. Let's talk about some of the positive elements. This country right now is, um, uh, you know, well aware of those who are uh, not exactly fond of minority groups, Jews, of course, prom- prominent among those groups that they're not fond of. And we see some of the things that have been going on. This, this is something that you were involved with many, many decades ago when it was not nearly as comfortable for a Jew to live in this area as it is today. So um, there's two things. There's two, two, two points. One, the book it's an autobiography. It tells a story about, uh, you know, my travels throughout the entire world, my involvements with uh, uh, underworld bosses in just in many, many countries. Certainly here in the United States, I knew them all, because I was born and raised in that world from my father's time going forward. Now, in my father's time, there was the, um, there was a very dear friend of ours, Warren Grover. Warren Grover wrote, came to me and asked me to introduce him to the old-timers that were involved in the struggle, in the war, or the battles with the Nazi, American Nazi Party in the 1930s. You and and, and, and just, just explain to the audience that it was really prevalent at that time. Well, if, if, if the, the, um, if they'll Google, they'll see that the American Nazi Party in 1939 had 20,000 American Nazis in uniform at Madison Square Garden. And, and under the under the tutelage, under the leadership of Fritz Kuhn, who wanted to be uh, the um, uh, Hitler, the Maximo of uh, of the United States of America, so the anti-Semitism was was totally prevalent at that time in the United States. And so, in, here in Newark, New Jersey, and by the way, your father, your father again uh, knew everybody. Yep. Um, so we had a, an underworld boss who was on the same level with Meyer Lansky, understated, underrated, but he, his name was Abner Longy's Roman. Right. My, fa- my, fa- my, my father, my father, my father, boss of New Jersey. My father actually, he, my father actually officiated, I believe, at his mother's funeral, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're right. I believe you're right. And uh, he was a proud Jew, a patriotic Jew, as all of that generation was. And my dad, Allah Shalom, was very close with Longy. They grew up together in the Third Ward, uh, Prince Street, right. and um, they were business associates yeah. <laughs> during Prohibition. Right. So Longy, uh, there was a prize fighter by the name of Nat Arno, 
a Jewish guy. We had many, many Jewish prize fighters in that time. We, we dominated one-third of the championships in the world. Not Arnold came to Longy Zwellman, came to Abe Zwellman and said to him, listen, this American Nazi party was starting to harass Jews, and Longy was aware of it to his mother, told him the same thing. They formed an organization called the Minutemen. The Minutemen meant in a minute you would make a phone call to a club, to a bar, to a luncheonette, and every Jew in the, in the, in the place would come running out and um, brass knuckles, do whatever they There'd be a meeting of the American Nazi Party up on uh, Springfield Avenue from Newark going into Irvington. And for, during the period of the 30s, this, all of this is documented in a book written by a dear friend of ours, Warren Grover, called The Nazis of Newark. Yeah, we, but we, would, we, when, he when, he Party. when he released the book, we had him on the air. Right. And uh, he did a fantastic job of researching and uh, documenting every every battle that took place in New Jersey at the time. It wasn't just one fight. It was nonstop until the, the Nazis finally gave up. And then, of course, there was World War One, World War Two. That was declared was the end of the Nazis. Um, as a matter of fact, Fritz Kuhn was charged with the um, embezzlement of the funds from the American Nazi Party. They got locked up and they deported them after the war. Now, that was one aspect, that was one major, major aspect contribution that the mob, the Jewish mob, because all the guys that participated in beating up the Nazis, the vast majority of them were either gangsters, thugs, or um, um, prize fighters, um, and just dock workers, just regular Regular guys that uh, in the minute, uh, named after the Minutemen for the American Revolutionary War, they would go and wherever the Nazis were meeting, they, um, they'd go in on them and, just, and um, do, work, uh, do some serious work on them. And now, the same thing happened in New York, in Manhattan. Judge Nathan Perlman and the Reform Rabbi Stephen Wise went to Meyer Lansky and said, Mr. Lansky, in Yorkville, you got these Nazis and the American Nazi Party, and they're meeting, and they're this and that and so forth. Would you and your guys take care of these people, of these, um, of these animals, with one, with one caveat, with one condition? You can, no homicide. You can't kill anybody. Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky were partners, as, as, every, as many people know in, in mob history. Lucky Luciano Charlie came to Lucky, came to Meyer Lansky and he says to him, Mr. Lansky. By the way, I knew Meyer Lansky personally. Uh, for me, he was a, he was a, a Jewish hero, a great guy. So Charlie Lucky Luciano comes to him and he says to him, Meyer, do you need any help from my guys? And Meyer Lansky says, Charlie, listen, thank you very much. This is a Jewish problem, and we Jews will take care of it ourselves. And they went up to Yorkville. And they were throwing guys out of the window, threw stink bombs in the place and so forth. And they gave the, the American Nazi Party a good run for the money. Now, this was not only in Newark, New Jersey. It was not only in Manhattan. It also took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Chicago. And in Chicago, they had a, a fellow there, two great prize fighters that fought the Nazis, Barney Ross. And mm -hmm. he had a friend of his by the name of Jack Rubenstein that helped him fight the Nazis. Now, you remember Jack Rubenstein? I remember the name, sure. Jack Ruby. Oh, that's who it is, Jack Ruby? That's who it was. Jack Ruby participated in beating up Nazis. So, again, you're talking about an aspect of the Jewish uh, history, the mob, and their remarkable contribution at that time. Let me go one step further. 
Meyer Lansky participated and contributed tremendously in the time of the Second World War. He cooperated with the Department of Navy. Uh, Charles Hefferton was the United States Intelligence Officer for the United States Navy. Came to um, Moses Polakoff, who was the attorney for both Charlie Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky. There was a sinking of a ship called the uh, Normandy in the docks of New York, and they were concerned that this at the time was a um, was German um, German infiltration, German sabotage, and so there was a need for cooperation on the docks to protect against sabotage, and the deal was worked out with Bucky Luciano, who was in jail at the time that ultimately he got released. Meyer Lansky played a very significant role in making sure that the longshoremen, through the influence of the Italians, controlled the docks of the city of New York so that there wouldn't be and, any sabotage. And New Jersey. Um, and New Jersey. And, of course, New Jersey, when I say Port of New York, Port of New Jersey, right. same thing. Right. Now, the, the next contribution, a remarkable contribution, was the struggle for the independence to, get, to, to, rid, to rid Palestine of the British and then to create the state of Israel. And in that, uh, Truman was quick to recognize the state of Israel but reinvoked the Neutrality Act, making it criminal for um, anybody to supply arms, weapons, either the Arabs or right, Jews right. in Palestine at the time of 46, 47, but, uh, 48. But there, there was, the Arabs didn't need arms because they were getting supplied by the British. Yeah, I, I also, I don't want to give the impression that this was all done, I mean, there, were, there were a lot of people involved, not just the circles you're describing, but many, well, many. Well, 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 there was an, an organization called the Sonnenborn Group, which was consisted of wealthy uh, Jews, right. Jewish businessmen and scientists. But they went to Lansky and to Longy's Roman because they needed the dock connections to ship those arms to Palestine. And, and it was only... And, and, and it was you're making reference to, Nachum, it's called The Pledge, and it was written by a fellow right. by the name of Slater. And it was only... And it was only... And it was only the... Uh, and it was not government officials. It was only the unions they were looking for. They didn't need government officials helping this? No. No. In fact... In, no. Government officials... Uh, and the, your, um, your legitimate organizations were reluctant to get involved in something like right, this yeah. because it was criminal Correct. to ship arms and weapons and so forth to uh, Palestine. So... Not, so in the case of Haganah, Ben-Gurion went to a fellow by the name of Zemel um, Resnick, who owned the Palisades Amusement in Asbury Park, and that was his buddy from World War I when they fought in the Jewish unit of the British Army. He cooperated with them together with Rudolf Sonnenborn, who had industrialists from all over the United States buying up excess surplus ammunition and equipment, and shipping it to, um, to to Palestine when it went through the port of New York and New Jersey, that's where you needed the connections with right. Meyer Lansky and Longy, who went to Frank Costello and Albert Anastasia and said to him, "Listen, control your guys. You got Tox Lanza, who runs the Italians what? on the longshoremen, and you yeah. had Eddie McGrath." <laughs> well, I got I, I got I got to stop you for a second. <laughs> Let me remind. We have very limited time. Myron Sugarman is with us. His autobiography is uh, entitled. Um, his autobiography is entitled The Chronicles of the Last Jewish Gangster from Meyer to Myron. He speaks, one second, he speaks at Lido Beach Synagogue. That's still on, right? August 20th, am I right? Right, that's Sunday morning. Sunday morning, he speaks at Lido Beach Synagogue. On the 27th of August, which is the following Sunday, he'll be at Chabad in Mineola 
out on Long Island, and he has a bunch of speaking engagements coming up uh, throughout the next few months, including interest that they have uh, in you in Las Vegas and in England. At the Mobby. Mob now, without Lansky, without Lansky in the picture, would all of them have been close to being this dedicated to the cause, or he? it, it was only his influence that led the group to be this dedicated to the founding of the State of Israel and helping those who needed arms in Palestine? That generation, my father's time, as far as guys that worked in the underworld, mobsters and so forth, they were the most patriotic Jews on the face of the earth. If well, you made a remark about a Jew, forget about it. Have you seen what's going on right now in Virginia? If that, if the Minutemen existed today in child, now, this begs a very important historical question. And I'm going to ask this to you to ask to your wonderful audience, all right? Yeah. Let's, this begs the question, what if there was a Jewish underworld in Munich in 1921-22 when Hitler, Yamach, Shimon, all those Understood, animals were meeting together in the Schellengasse? Yeah. At the, um, and and, and uh, what, what if there was a Jewish mob? Yeah, I, I get your point. But you've got to answer my question. Lansky, Lansky gets what type of credit? Would this group have been nearly as involved and nearly as helpful to those who needed arms in Palestine, if not for his leadership? He played a, an important role as far as leadership is concerned, but you also had, my, you also had Lansky's role. But my, your, your, your question is very good. Meyer Lansky was the man. And the reason you, Lansky, you know you know the you know the, re, the, you, the, 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 the reason the I'm truth. the the reason I'm asking the question is because history sort of paints him as that leader because of the fact that that Israel would not accept him. Well, the the, the question of of Lansky's rejection, you know, the the government's rejection of Lansky was because of tremendous pressure that was brought to bear upon Golda Meir by at that time Nixon. And uh, John Mitchell, who was the uh, United States Attorney General, they applied tremendous pressure because they wanted him back. So Meyer Lansky could use, they could use Meyer Lansky in organized crime to distract from their own criminal activities. Wow. So they wanted him badly. Wow. Now, the Israeli government had to make a decision. $3 billion worth of financial support at that time. This is going back to 1970-71. Or... Or one Jew by the name of Meyer Lansky. So a compromise was worked out. The Supreme Court said he couldn't stay. He was going to organize crime in Israel, which, in my personal opinion, would have been a very good thing. I met them. I met them, and I said, "I scratched my head," and I said to myself, "Jews killing Jews. It's you know unbelievable." Talk about Meyer Lansky was it was Great leadership. So you, so you, so you'd agree that Lansky becomes the poster boy for all of this because of the way both the U.S. and Israel eventually treated him. Well, he becomes the poster boy because you have to remember that it was Meyer Lansky that was on an equal level, almost on an equal level with Lucky Luciano when they formed the modern mafia in the United States. It was a combination of, you remember, we had Jewish gangs in the right. United States and all over the country. Yeah, there are and Meyer Lansky, that. everybody came to Meyer Lansky for, for direction, for guidance, and for leadership. Longies Wilman stayed in the background. That's why when I go and I give a speech and I ask for name recognition, if I mention Meyer Lansky, everybody raises their hand. Bugsy Siegel, everybody raises their hand. When it comes to Longies Wilman, unless you're from North New Jersey, you never heard of him. Right. He was a giant. This right. man was a giant and on the same level with Meyer Lansky and a Jewish patriot 
although he himself would never consider that. One thing I do want to say as far as the underworld is concerned. All right, go ahead. We got, we, got, we got a minute to go. Go ahead. Real fast. They were great in their, they were in their greatness and their love for being Jewish and the pride for being Jewish. They were great. Unfortunately, the majority of them did not pass the baton onto the children. I don't want your audience to think for one second that pride of Jewish is just the question of, of um, what I'm telling the mob story. There has to be knowledge of being a Jew that reinforces it so that it goes on to the next generation. I hope that uh, that message is loud and clear to your people. And, and, and those of us who have met and know for a long time um, uh, your your rabbi's son and grandchildren, I, I think you did a pretty good job in passing that on. And passing the baton, yeah. Benny could, I screwed up. Benny could have been in the slot machine business and studies at Talmud and Torah scholar. Right? I, I, I don't want you to tell that to anybody. He's, he, he, he's kidding, folks. Rabbi Benny Sugarman is an amazing and incredible rabbi down in Florida. Uh, Myron Sugarman, he is a, a very, very dear friend. Know him since I'm a little kid and has um, uh, amazing stories. The book is called The Chronicles of the Last Jewish Gangster from Meyer to Myron. By the way, uh, there is a New York Daily News article about it today, uh, which you could check out online. Uh, he appears this coming Sunday for a breakfast at the Lido Beach Synagogue on Long Island and the next Sunday at the Chabad of Mineola. Information, Mr. Sugarman, how do people, uh, how do people find out about your uh, tour, your book, etc.? Okay, so um, the... Uh... My email address is charming, like my personality, C-H-A-R-M-I-N-G, at Eclipse.net. And I'm going to repeat that, charming at Eclipse.net. My phone number, if you want to call me, 973-214-9290. I'll tell you all about it. Buy a book, no checks accepted. All right? <laughs> Let's make that perfectly clear with your audience. Thank you so much. God bless you. Good luck. God bless you all the very best. Give my love to the family and especially to your son, you got, you got it. Yeah, you can imagine how happy, how happy uh, Mr. Sugarman was many years ago when he heard that we named our oldest Benjamin Siegel. Thursday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM.
a.m. coming up, Charlie Harari with an encore of Unlocking Greatness at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, right after J.M. in the a.m. That's right, at the top of the hour. 10 a.m., it's going to be um, Allison Joseph's encore presentation of Jew in the City Speaks with Josh Masson, executive chef and partner in Teenex Nobo Wine and Grill. 
Miriam Alwalik with a brand new edition of That's Life with an interview with Dr. Naftali Hoff about his fascinating brand new book, Becoming a New Boss, The New Leader's Guide to Sustained Success. 11 a.m., we do the live lunch with Brooklyn Cyclones tickets until 1 o'clock. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. featuring Itzy Spinner from 2008. JM Rewind Encores at 4 p.m., including my interview with the Honorable David Friedman, U.S. Ambassador to Israel. And the Arab Shabbos show that we discussed earlier, Mark Zamek has a a, a um, voluminous list, to say the least, of great songs for a Rosh Chodesh, for Nishmas, as he explained earlier. And um, for an Erev Shabbos, for this week's Parsha. It's all coming up. Erev Shabbos show at 7 p.m. tonight. Brought to you by our wonderful friends at Kedem. They present the Erev Shabbos shows and programming here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSegal.com, on the NahumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a, a Thursday morning edition of JM and Plenty more tomorrow starting uh, 6 a.m. Friday morning. As of now, Malcolm Honeline is uh, going to be on a very tight schedule tomorrow, so we probably won't know till the last minute regarding the weekly update. But otherwise, your regular amazing Friday morning show tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Plus, of course, as we just mentioned, the full lineup coming up next for your Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>